Go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Fortin with City Mom Collective. And our hope is that the next 40 minutes or so bring a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Mom Collective. Are you ready for some football? Three cheers for football season being here and in full swing. This episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood is brought to you by Football Matters. If you love the game or have someone in your house who does, you'll want to know all about the Football Matters campaign, so stay tuned. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Just Add Sprinkles podcast. Today, we're talking about getting organized. Steph, you strike me as an organized person. Is that true? So (laughs) how should I say this? I think I'm like the mullet of organization. (laughs) I can't think of a better way to describe it. Um, I might look organized from the front, but it's like a full mess in the back. That's a terrible. I love that. No, that's perfect. Oh my goodness. So I, I definitely think that there are areas of my life that I am organized in uh-huh. and areas that I may be a little bit more scatterbrained. How, gotcha. What would you say as true for you? I'm, I'm just, I'm just more scattered <laughs> in all areas. Well, I, I feel like I do have a pretty good grasp on like my professional side. So my calendar is pretty organized and I'm pretty up to speed on my emails and that kind of stuff. But I just constantly feel scattered. I like my house is always disorganized. <laughs> I just, <laughs> yeah, my fridge needs to be empty. It's just, you know, I just, I'm not, I'm, if, if our guest today came into my house, she'd, she'd have to have a minute. She'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You'll hear a little bit more about this in my interview, but one of the things that I loved that she pointed out is that, uh, there, everyone is organized in some part of their life. And so transferring that organizational skill set to the home, which is where she specializes in, um, is maybe a little easier than we think it is. Um, because it's not that like everyone is purely unorganized in everything. (laughs) True. That's true. I do have some areas where I'm organized. So that's yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. That makes me feel like it's baby steps. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, our guest today is definitely extremely organized. Yeah, you know, she lives actually close to me, and I know that she opens up her home for tours to show off her organizational skills and people buy tickets. Wow. I would love to check that out. Um, and I'm sure it's worth checking out for any of you that live in the Scottsdale area too, but uh, our guest today is Danielle Worth, the founder and CEO of Worth Organizing. Yeah, Danielle is a professional organizer, speaker, and self-proclaimed recovering perfectionist. She and her team of organizing gurus have been transforming the lives of individuals, families, and businesses since 2007. And she lives with her husband and two soccer-loving boys in Scottsdale, Arizona. Awesome. Well, let's get to our conversation. Hey, Danielle, welcome to the Just Add Sprinkles podcast. Good morning. Thank you so much for including me on this. I'm so excited. Yes. And Danielle and I have known each other since the infancy days of Bull City Mom Collective and your business, right? Yes. We both met poolside with our kiddos in a swim class. And I remember like yesterday, your idea for your 
business and mine. It's yes. really amazing. Yeah. And congrats on all of the growth that you have seen as well with uh, one book for sure out to the public and another one coming yes. out very soon. Thank you. Yes, it is. It's another child, a literary child I've birthed. Yes. (laughs) And in some ways, um, just as painful, if not. um... Oh, yes. Much more painful. (laughs) I would say multiple births. (laughs) Yes, I I have to imagine. Well, we'll tell everybody that's listening just a little bit about your family, where you live, um, kiddos, that kind of good stuff. Good, good. Um, We are in uh, sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. My husband, Phil, and I have been married almost 23 years. Um, He's my sweet hubby and so supportive. Um, My boys, I'm a soccer mom at heart. Uh, My eldest is Devin. He's 13. And my youngest is Oliver, and he is 10. And they have been such bookend cheerleaders for me in so many ways. Um, So, yeah, I just love it. It's definitely been a whole family affair with the book, too. That's that's awesome. Well, um, and as Danielle mentioned, we met in Scottsdale, uh, where yes. uh, our first uh, sister site w- started uh, in Scottsdale as well. But uh, today we're going to talk about the topic of organization, especially in motherhood. Um, so, Danielle, you've got uh, two books, kind of one on the horizon, one that's already out. Um, tell everybody a little bit about them, and then we're just going to dive into some of the great info in those books. Okay, wonderful. So um, I've been doing professional organizing in the Valley here over 12 years, have an amazing team. And so we, I, we've seen a lot. We've been in over a thousand homes. Um, that's probably several thousand, you know, people and lives and uh, realized there, there is so much to know about organizing. It's not always what the products are and the pity, you know, the pretty uh, pantry layouts. But how do we go about organizing, making the mindful decisions, um, being intentional? How do we set up the home, learning about ourselves, you know, heart, mind, hands and getting it done. And so my main um, pull on my heart to write the book, um, I spent three years um, writing two books and, you know, with one mission is what I say, was to really give more of myself as an organizer, mother, business owner into one, we're calling it kind of like the guru guide um, and everything that one needs to know uh, to like truly be organized and maintain order. And it's, again, beyond just product knowledge. That's really just one smaller component. And so that's where ignite the organizer in you uh, birthed pretty much. I wanted a title that was powerful, had energy, excited people. Um, I'm not a reader, uh, which is funny that I'm writing a book being not a reader, <laughs> but I wanted to also do a guide that that one could easily follow. You know, you're in the pickup line, you're in between nap times, you have 10 minutes here, 15 there, and you can, you know, chip away on knowledge very easily um, and finish a chapter within a few pages and checklists in the back. So that pretty much uh, puts it um, all in perspective. Yeah. Uh, and then last thing is my background is in psychology and family studies. So there is so much psychology behind 
organizing and mindful methods at home. Mm. And that was an area I really wanted to further empower and ignite within the reader and the mother, father, uh, you know, dynamic, uh, what they feel is missing and me kind of adding to that, Mm. their knowledge and teaching. Yeah. And along the same lines, uh, something that I read in your book that I thought to be so thought provoking was the idea that nearly all of us have something in our life that we are organized in. <laughs> like right. maybe yes. your home is a total disaster. And that's largely what we're going to talk about today. But uh-huh. leaning into the fact that there are parts of your life that are or you're organized in and yes. how can we transfer kind of that to your home specifically? So tell me a little it, bit about that thought process. That is so, so true. I'm glad you brought that up. Often um, clients will say, gosh, I'm really good at this, whether it's at work or being a team manager or, you know, homeroom mom, but then home is different for them Um, or just one area of home, like they're steady with cooking, but not when it comes to laundry or the paperwork, bill paying. I think we all have our natural gifts pretty much. That's how we are designed and it it's a matter of just knowing within our skill set where there there's kind of just more of the gaps of knowledge that need to be, um, you know, enclosed and bridged pretty much. It doesn't mean we cannot learn. I feel we learn every single day something new about ourselves, a new skill. Our kids are learning every day. So why wouldn't we be too? And I think the big thing we talked about is What is that passion that drives you? What are you naturally good at? And use that to kind of fuel you within to other areas of the home and not feel, gosh, I'm just the worst or having that mom guilt and not teaching our kids and setting up systems. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. And um, beyond organization, you know, anytime that somebody's tempted to make a comment about either like, myself, me being so good at something and they struggle with that. I was like, you know what, but you are so good in other ways that I'm terrible at. So like, let's not focus so much on the things that we struggle with, but celebrate the things that we all are uniquely gifted in. So that's transferable in all parts of life. Well, absolutely. Well, I like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, well, I loved um, the way that you divided kind of this topic of organization and igniting the organizer in you and your book, you divided it into the matters of the heart, matters Mm -hmm. of the mind, and then matters of the hands. And you already kind Mm -hmm. of briefly rattled those off. Uh, But I think my natural inclination when I think of organization is, okay, I need to buy more like bins. Um, Mm -hmm. I need to somehow come up with a system. (laughs) Um, It's so much the hands component of what your book is talking about. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I do think it's so much more than that. And so I want to start with the matters of the heart uh, section Mm -hmm. and specifically you outlined a number of different uh, what you call organizing personality types (laughs) and uh, we don't need to go through all. I think there are nine of them, but I want you to highlight maybe what are some of the most common um, Uh organizer uh, personality types because I think this is so intriguing. (laughs) 
It is. It's it's my most fun part. And I still kind of like giggle laugh reading through it. Right. And, you know, over the years, when you work with so many different clients, I just noticed these consistencies and, you know, you don't want to put a label, so to speak, but when you have so many consistencies and it just sort of, I felt help people further identify themselves and, you know, where their strengths are and, you know, areas to improve. I felt it was just so very helpful. And they're like, that's me. Oh my goodness. Thank you. So a couple of, um, and again, this is meant to be light. This isn't meant to, you know, have, have a harsh judgment by no means. It's more meant for identification to further, you know, knowledge. So um, just some of them, we've got the fast moving train. Uh, Your life train is running you ragged. You're moving in a position from, you know, the conductor to now being a passenger, um, you're slowly, you're just zooming right by kind of life's moments and um, not sure how to kind of get it back. Then we have the overjoyed collector uh, just has a love of collecting a variety of things and hobbies and items. Um, my other favorite too is the secretive stuffer. Everything looks just pristine on the outside. Looks like it's all got it going on. Um, no one would really know that oh my goodness, you know, play dates happening. People are coming over, hosting in-laws, throw all the mail in the shopping bag. It gets stuffed in the guest bedroom and then take all this and just shove it in the the drawers and cupboards. Um, And that's why they're secretive. (laughs) Um, Pinterest perfectionist, I think, uh, and myself included, we can struggle very easily with being a perfectionist. And I've now a self proclaimed recovering perfectionist. I had to work through that and so glad I did with some counseling and insights and things, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and then needs buttoning up, you know, we may have some strong skills, but it may not have that finished look that we're really wanting. We just can't nail it. Um, There's so many others, but those were some of the, the the ones. Um, And again, just meant to be fun for everyone to um, identify with. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, like I said, I admittedly would not consider the practice of organization to be something that I need to consider both my heart and my mind. Uh, so I, I do love that you kind of tap into the fact that there are heart components to like recognizing yes. where you're coming into your organization systems or journey through. Yes. Uh, and I know you work with a variety of family dynamics that make it really mm-hmm. challenging, especially on the heart um, part of this. Exactly. And what I found was most books out there and, you know, all excellent. We, there are so many great reads. We're focusing mostly on solutions, you know, the pretty pictures, the before and afters and the products, but there's so much more to even getting there. How do we pare down, make the decisions, measure the space? Why are we even creating a craft room? You know, like, why are we even creating a homework station? Why are we doing anything in this house? So I think unless truly, truly kind of dive into some of those raw areas, psychologically, the better we know ourselves and we better we know in the book I talk about, I want the reader to define five whys. Why are we here? Why did we get the book? What do you want to change? 
And um, the better we can define at least five of them, man, that's your fuel. That is just going to push you to think differently. And you'll have a total change in mindset over every pencil, every crayon, literally every type of item you own. And why do we own it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, and that's um, the heart work that you do. So then the second section is the matters of the mind. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because the heart work is not alone. Like you've got to somehow tackle this, what you have in your mind, the hangups you have in your mind for organizing your home. Uh, Now you Mm -hmm. have in that section, this one minute rule idea. Um, I'd love for you to speak to that a bit. Okay, good. I think with the mind, most of us are already very overwhelmed. There's only so much like open buffer space right. <laughs> to actually make decisions. So often clutter does build up yep. because we don't know what to do. You know, if you think of like a little roadmap where like, you know, I got an invitation for something, it's to like a charity auction. I could open it and throw away some junk mail, keep that. But what do I, what am I doing now with this invitation? I have to actually make a decision Am I going to go get dressed, the gala? Do I, you know, maybe send in a gift instead for the auction in lieu of attending? That takes energy. So the one minute, you know, moment rule is if you can make a decision in one minute and under, then do it right then and there. If you can't, then it will have to be put aside to do it another time where you you're either your mind is more clear or you, you know, you're allowed to kind of do a little bit more research, let's say on your schedule and calendar Mm -hmm. to decide if you're going to attend. We can do a lot in one minute. And if you really were to time it. So I've done the same with my kiddos as they're sorting, you know, the Friday folders, going through artwork, homework, tests they want to keep or not. Um, It used to be like a two minute rule. I feel that's pretty long. I think we can do a lot more and plus everything's so much faster paced now right. in one minute. So, yeah. 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 I I talk about this a lot, but, uh, and I think I actually even spoke about it in a recent episode, but one of my friends had at one point encouraged me to time myself on various oh. household cho- chores. Um, yes. She was like, you know, we push off mostly it's a mental game. Uh, these various tasks that would keep our mm-hmm. home more organized, you know, unloading the dishwasher and loading up the dirty dishes, putting the laundry away. Uh, And we push them off and we push them off and we push them off. And she's like, you know, just time yourself doing those things. You might be shocked how little time it takes. And then every time you're saying no, you're essentially saying no to three minutes of unloading the dishwasher. Right, right, right. We're not saying paint, repaint the kid's room or something like it's a small. Yeah. But I, I think to what we were just covering. Yeah. It's our mind. We're, yeah. we're already so overwhelmed. So we're mentally thinking that is significantly longer to do yeah. than, um, you know, and sometimes if I need to take a project and literally, you know, go to the coffee shop and sort through like this pile of, you know, things that have piled up, whether it's marketing or things I need a a fresh eye on. Mm -hmm. Sometimes just a change of area has helped me too. And um, 
yeah. you know, the kid's not playing ping pong next door to my office. Let's say, <laughs> does help as well. <laughs> yes, for sure. Well, and I don't know if this principle was something that was shared um, by you or not, but mm-hmm. um, right. oftentimes in my mind, I have to play the game uh, only touch it once, you know? So like if I take something out, put it back mm-hmm. right then, only touch it once. There's no reason to put it somewhere else. So then I'm going right. to have yeah. to put it back in its spot, but it feels easier to just leave it where you're at or whatever. Uh, right. But, right. Uh, you know, the what you're choosing in the moment may feel easier mentally, but then it takes, it does take more time and adds more stress to our lives in the long run. Yeah. There's a, there's a section in the book I, um, and it's through the decision-making chapter, I believe yeah. where, um, I call it do it now versus a thousand laters. Yes. So, you know, you just think of in the morning, you putting on the makeup, hairspray, hairbrush, toothbrush. Does it really take that much more to just be like, put away, put away, put away. Right. Um, because then we come back from one event that bleeds to another event and then all of a sudden we have easily a hundred, a hundred easily of things out and about. And I don't really feel that that's much organizing is just more being more like mindful and aware mm-hmm. that we're really electing to give ourselves more work. Yeah. And um, I do talk about the difference between being organized and efficient. And there is a very big difference. I think just in culture, we're so focused. I've got to be organized, organized, but really what we want to be is efficient Mm -hmm. because efficiency will resolve both the organizing, but it's also going to conserve a generous amount of energy and time. Mm -hmm. So um, there's, I did a workshop the other night and this gal, um, she's distractible like me with ADHD, lots of minds and creative mind. And she goes, oh, um, I was going to put my to-do list on a voice memo. And she goes, this way, whenever I have an idea, I have it on there. And that might seem organized while all her thoughts are on a memo. But then I told her, but you have to remember, in order to get things done on your memo, you have to sit and listen to it, then write it down, then sort it by what those tasks are, like calls, tasks, errands projects. So you essentially just gave yourself double work Hmm. versus in the book, in the office chapter, which was a beast to write, but I didn't want to leave any stone unturned, um, is I discussed creating a brain book. And that was just one of the greatest shifts for me as a business owner and mother and and everything. Hmm. So, uh, going back to the efficiency. Yeah. Well, um, you kind of naturally um, transitioned our conversation to the oh matter, though that's okay. The matter, <laughs> so the matters of the hand are yes. where um, things get more practical. Uh, and I'd say one question that comes to mind because uh, it's here present now. Like we've got, I've got girls in school, uh, mm-hmm. and that adds another complexity to organizing oh, our home. Totally. Uh, so I would love it if you have. Um, any specific tips that you'd be willing to share for moms that have school age kids and keeping things mm-hmm. organized in their home? Right. Absolutely. Um, I think the first thing is to really know each child really well. We always say, you know, study your spouse. Mm-hmm. You really need to know your child and, and what, 
what environment works for them to kind of thrive. So I have one that likes to listen to music while he's studying. I To me, that would be distracting, but for him, that's actually very helpful to focus. And I have another that needs to work with sound dampening headphones, hmm. literally. So that's two totally different type of students right there. Um, so that's one thing. What environment, you know, asking the questions, hey, does that work? Does that not work? Yeah, mom, I think so. Mm-hmm. And I feel that's just me being a mom and kind of like a teacher role as well mm-hmm. in setting them up right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, naturally them having everything they need at the ready. We we decided early on when they were in preschool, we made our dining room the, you know, the family table room and then we made the kitchenette table more of the like kind of homework slash projects table Mm -hmm. for things and that worked out really well so if I'm in the kitchen or transitioning between soccer they're like right there Mm -hmm. and so that then we have a little lazy Susan in the center which actually is for remote controls (laughs) <laughs> but I thought it was the perfect thing and it's cute and bamboo and I can't get it again. It's the most little cute little thing. But in there is like all the supplies they, they needed from literally preschool on up. It hasn't changed in years from the twistable crayons to the erasers, markers, Sharpies, um, pencils. And it's made homework time fun because it's just a little spinner and everything was there. It wasn't get up, get down, get up, get down. Yeah. So, um, and then having things really well labeled. Um, the other thing is each one of them I've learned likes to have some breaks, especially with reading. So we make a thing saying, okay, I'm going to set the timer, do 20 minutes of reading, 10 minutes of like, you know, watching a show. Like we're into the office right now because they're older and like we're, we binge watch that. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, 10 minutes guys. And then mom's going to do work 10 minutes. So I'll even follow a program with my work while they've got their work yeah. and then we get a break and we go back. So breaks for us have been really helpful or we'll give a deadline time. Like, sure. Okay. Then we can all watch a show at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. This episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood is brought to you by Football Matters. The National Football Foundation created Football Matters in 2018 to celebrate the positive impact the game has made on millions of players, coaches, administrators, volunteers, and fans nationwide. Through digital storytelling, it spotlights and explains the many benefits football brings to communities, schools, families, and individuals and the opportunities it provides to those on and off the field and at every level. You can follow the campaign on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Football Matters, or check out footballmatters.com. Now back to Steph and Danielle. Now, what do you do with all of the papers that children bring yes. home and or the artwork that children bring yes. home? Well, I don't personally do much with it because I did start, and I'm not kidding you, I started early preschool years. One day I actually added up how many papers came home between the both of them, and it was about 100. Whoa. It was way more than I ever possibly considered. It was like blew my mind. That's parent newsletters and flyers too from school and activities. Um, so with that being said, what I start with the kids is, um, 
if I can, sometimes we'll do it on a Friday. If not, it might be more of like a Sunday. They have to kickstart the process first. I could easily do it for them, but then that goes into what I call, I am enabling them. I'm not empowering them. And too often we are enabling our kids and we are robbing them of the experience of of just the actual life skill experience of organizing and making decisions because we could do it faster, but I'm not really, what am I teaching them? I I'm teaching them that mom's just going to do it. Right. That's I'm not going to be there forever. I only have 18 years with them. So I, when they leave the nest, I want them to be like, what do I know? What have I learned? Right. To me, that's my role. So they, I have them kickstart it in the beginning. Yes, I'll do it alongside. And then we'll sep- I have them separate it out into kind of more like that parent pile, like, you know, field trip, flyers, whatnot. Then we have, you know, homework that needs completing, let's say that's unfinished things, future projects. The next pile would be what they feel is trash you know, let's say it's a flyer on soccer, but we already are in a club and we're not going to also do after school. Uh, let's say it's a homework. They were done with it. They don't want to keep it. It doesn't have a special memory for them. And then the other is things to review pile. So um, maybe it was a test didn't do as well on. They're a little confused why they couldn't do the math. Um, might be something we have to just go over together. Mm-hmm. And I, I never want the next week to go without them understanding where errors were. Mm-hmm. Again, in a in a very open way, not where they, you know, they're breaking down in tears type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just tell them we're always learning. This is why we're going to review it. Right. And then if, um, so they do those piles. And if it's helpful, what uh, folks can do. I just taught this at a mops two weeks ago is just get like a bright fluorescent piece of paper, like six different pieces of paper, write those themes on that. If you need to have separate clipboards or binder clip that colored sheet. And then when it comes time, it's sort of like their, what do you call it? It's almost like their lead sheet to know, wait, what were those piles again? Right. And then you're at least helping kickstart the process. Right you know, put smiley faces on it. If you're having a really hard time with certain kids or special needs, learning disabilities, autism, distractibility, then, you know, you might have to like sit in color with them to get them more motivated to create the little sheet in the beginning. Right. Whatever step you can make, like make your quality time with your child. It's okay to have organizing and quality time with your child be the same segment. I I think we separate it too much. Yeah. And, um, I like, I like it just being all together. I think it's like the best time I've had with my kids is when I'm doing projects with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's all such good stuff. And, uh, Danielle's only scratched the surface of like (laughs) literally scratched the surface of all of the matters of the hands and such great practical tips uh, that uh, many of us uh, could benefit from in our homes. So uh, I know this might be a, a trick, a hard question for you, Danielle, but would you have yes. one product or item that you mm. recommend for moms when it comes to organizing? Oh, oh, I know oh, it's you hard. Mean like if you're to, oh, hands down, hands down, 
is you need to own a brother label maker. I knew you were going to choose that. <laughs> I'm telling you, hands, I am still shocked. I, like I said, the last mops, maybe four ladies out of 40 owned one. And I was just, I was totally floored. It's like, it's like not having, you know, a diaper bag and you have a newborn. Like they just, they go together. <laughs> the, the reason, I mean, I'm just like, wait, what? And the reason why is, or some own it, but have n- not taken it out of the packaging. Yeah. And they just need to find it again. Um, you know, life just got in the way. Um, the label maker, and I do explain um, in the book through the setting up what's called your organizer toolkit, just kind of makes it fun. The label maker is a non-negotiable for sure. Um, if people want to know about any of my favorite products in the book, I cover every space in the home, literally the ones that also are never covered, which are like hobby rooms and offices and garage and so forth. So in there, and then in the back of the book, there's a resource guide of all the products I recommend, which I really liked kind of just having that cheat sheet for the readers. Yeah. And then all of those are also on the website, worthorganizing.com. So on the website is the exact model they only run maybe $35. They have the vinyl tape where it doesn't scratch off. You can do some fun frames. It gets, it makes organizing fun again and it gets the kids involved. I always say it has like sparkle power on any, the the most stubborn of children. I'm telling you, it just like has this calming effect of like lavender over them. (laughs) It just, it's like, like, I'm telling you, just get one and then you can DM me and with your picture, (laughs) me and my most stubborn child. And yeah, they'll do anything to use the label maker. I'm telling you. So, okay. um, well, I'm going to get myself one because full disclosure, I don't have one, Uh, but I'll also make sure to link to them in um, or to it in our show notes, just so people um, know exactly what product came highly recommended by Danielle. Yes. So there are probably 20 different types of label makers. Okay. So the reason why I'm suggesting a certain one with brother is that product comes with the tape when the tape can be pricey. Mm -hmm. Usually there comes with the charging cord or with the batteries. So it's a nice bundle discount package. Yeah. It also does vertical and horizontal and frames. So I just love your passion for the label maker. It's inspiring me as you speak about it. I'm telling you. The other product, which I think it's so under-recognized, is a binder clip. Most people don't realize what a binder clip is, nor where to get one. Right. And I use binder clips. I could write a blog of a hundred ways to use a binder. <laughs> you know, just like like a charging cord, yeah. my kids' earbuds. Um, when they were younger, they were using them as the trap door for their playhouse, their cardboard playhouse. Oh, they were using binder. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, my kids are killing me right now. That is yeah. hilarious. Well, it I, was so hilarious. Well, yeah. I love yeah. both All of those good. recommendations. So uh, here's yeah. what, what we're going to end with. Uh, I have three questions that we end each uh, Just Add Sprinkles interview with, and we call them good. the Just Add Sprinkles mom poll. So it's just meant to be Ooh, fun, fun and quick questions. So uh, okay, the go. first question for you is what's a great book, movie, or show that you recently discovered? Oh, uh, uh, Yellowstone. 
My husband just started watching that. Oh, oh my gosh. I, well, I love Kevin Costner. Yes. I've always had, my mom actually met him like two months ago in Santa Barbara. She said he's the nicest, nicest man. That's always nice. And um, yeah, so neat. Um, It's, it's so well-written. The cast is fantastic. It's so captivating. Um, Just life out on the ranch with these three different family dynamics. And it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah we just blew right through it. And it's great. It's not like a Paramount. kid thing. Yeah. There it's is not violence. a kid thing yes. for sure. Yeah. It's, it's Paramount, not life on the ranch. Um, what Paramount yes. has their own network now, right? That's what it's I believe on. so. Yeah. Right. So then that was the only thing is we couldn't like fast forward through commercials. Sure. They, I hate when that happens. You know, you have to wait <laughs> around. It's a, we had to wait on some things, but it's a great series. Okay, awesome. Um, all right, second question is, what is the last thing that you ordered on Amazon? Oh, oh um, Whitmore wash bags. And that, that's in the laundry chapter. I love which, that you're like, it all comes back to all these resources. <laughs> no, because it everything's all tied in. Yeah. But um, I use those wash mesh bags yeah. for keeping my kit. This is my like laundry method that I, I teach on Instagram yeah. too. Every week we do a teachable tips video. Okay. And um all the kids' socks and undies go in their sack, okay. which is identified with their uh, ribbon. So like Ollie's like a little doggy print and Devin is um, a green stripe. Okay. And I'm like red polka dot and my husband doesn't get a ribbon because he's such a manly man, you know? <laughs> so uh, I'm like, okay, sweetie. And so all our socks and um, undies go in our sack and then the whole sack goes in the wash, the dryer, and then our own independent basket. And um, that is all discussed in the laundry chapter. And if you want to save hours, I, when I say hours, I legitimately mean hours on laundry alone. Just the book will explain how to cut down on laundry to be more efficient. And I'm running to read that chapter. <laughs> no, no, like run, I do not walk. I think I even said that in opening the chapter. <laughs> I was like, run, do not walk and do with these yes. steps. Oh my gosh. Well, laundry can take a lot of time. So I'm all oh about Oh my gosh. And it's time. like so unfulfilling. It's not like everybody's like, thank you, mommy, for cleaning my. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're like, so much. do you know how long it took to get that stain out? <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. Uh, yeah. Okay. The last question. Uh, oh, our podcast. Good question. <laughs> well, our podcast is largely about celebrating motherhood. And so I would love to know how Mm. you are specifically celebrating motherhood these days. Oh my gosh. Um, Honestly, right now, maybe because they're a little older, is when I have a fun like milestone or an event, they are literally as equally as pumped for the event as I am. It's like so it's just like all that energy that got put into kind of like teaching the kids and raising the kids. Like it's like all coming back in, in 50 fold. And when the days are hard and I mean hard, like I'm like, I don't know if I could finish this book or finish something else. Mm. You know, they're like, mom, I know you can do it. You know, like I had a workshop the other night. I got home really late and it's like 10 20 on a school night. 
and I hear them scuffling down the all down the hallway they got out of bed and they're like all sleepy eyed they're like mom how did the workshop go oh were there a lot of people did you sell products and books like oh my gosh my heart just melted mm. so I laid in bed with them in my little fancy dress and heels and it's like 10 30 on a school night and they're like tell us about it and I mean that was just I, I can't even, I, that'll just be with me, but those mm. things yeah. that are like everything. Yeah, no, I love, so I, I do love as our kids mature, their ability to see kind of beyond their just independent needs and yeah. grow an awareness of not only family, the family that they, you know, spend all their time with, but uh, their friends. Right. And anyway, I love that, um, that you're able yeah. to stop to celebrate that. Well, Danielle, congrats on the launch of your new book. Um, As a reminder, it's called Ignite the Organizer in You. Uh, She also has another book coming out very soon, Ignite the Organizer in in Your Child, which is going to be awesome. So check both of those things out. Um, And Danielle, thank you for sharing, like I said, just a teeny bit of your wealth of wisdom with us today. Yes. Thank you so much. And if, you know, anyone ever has questions or just wants to get more information, um, we do, uh, you know, on Instagram, we do quite a bit with um, teachable tips and um, two minute videos and blogs online as well. And um, so, yeah, we're just here to teach and give everyone what they need. And the book did hit. I did hit best-selling author on Amazon. Yay. Congratulations. Yay. I know we were ranked like number 3,000 out of 7 million books. Oh, my. On Amazon. So, um, and then, yes, we are going to do a giveaway, right? Yes. Yeah. So definitely um, check out our um, Instagram account for that information to get your hands on one of the books. So. Well, Danielle, thank you. Thank you so much. This has been so fun. And congrats to you on all your growth and and, uh, reaching these moms. It's so important for us to have that community. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Well, thanks again. We will link to Danielle's book, Ignite the Organizer and You, in our show notes. The companion book for parents and school-aged kids, Ignite the Organizer and Your Child, will be released next month. Yay! Well, mamas, whether your sprinkles are in a beautifully labeled pantry or somewhere in the back of your junk drawer, don't forget to pull them out and celebrate the little things that happen every day in motherhood and just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit momcollective.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.